Hi angels, welcome back to the pod. This is the many versions of you. I am Rachel. So excited to sit here, talk to you, connect, give you updates, let you in, open up, and just give a quick little rundown of what I've been up to. It's been a few weeks since I've recorded. I've been super busy, super overwhelmed, hustling. I feel like I've been like using my planner nonstop, trying so hard to just keep going, keep busy. And sometimes things like this that are just more like pure pleasure get sort of low priority and that's a shame because I should be doing this more so I can look back and know how I was feeling and it has been I would say an emotionally and physically draining time I feel like winter is always not my season and I'm trying really hard to not fall into slumps and feeling stuck and just keep in movement and keep the momentum going. So some really fun updates. I played a show. I played a solo show in Orange County. It was last week, I believe, and last Thursday. I played with my friend Pat. He goes by The Talking Kind. I played with Star 99 and I played with Susie True. And it was very silly, light, humbling, inspiring, tedious, fun. all at once. It was good. It's good to put yourself back out there. It's good for me to get back into the habit of saying yes to things and being available and not staying in the perfectionist mindset and to deviate from like, I can only play a show if it's full band, if it's perfect, if it's, you know, monumental and now I'm like no I should be saying yes to all opportunities that present themselves I should be more malleable I should be just more down for the cause the ride the punk lifestyle um so yeah I had to I woke up I I don't think I worked that morning. I think I just woke up, took my daughter to school, and then I had to drive to and from Orange County. It's hours away from where I live, but it was fun. I stopped on the way. I got myself a little tea and a little cappuccino, and yeah, it's just, I think it's really good for me to not only have alone time, but to be productive in my alone time and I feel like I can 
kind of like use solitude as an excuse to not do anything and it felt good to apply myself and to be self-motivated and basically just prove to myself that I can deal do things like that and I think it's hard to go back to the name of the pod the many versions of you like balancing the mother and the musician the creative and the nurturer and trying to stay grounded but also trying to be light and free and expansive it's difficult but it's actually not as hard as I would think or one would think maybe because I think I'm learning maybe like the art of compartmentalizing and realizing that when I'm not around Madonna but she's with her dad she's with my partner Tony then I don't need to worry about that and I don't need to feel any guilt any shame I can just be fully present in what I'm doing and the only way that I'm going to thrive and succeed is getting better at boundaries and leaning more into that past version of me that could have been more easy breezy we'll say and yeah I think it can be really hard as a mom to think that you have to be like stable at home every night every morning reliable it doesn't really go hand in hand with the punk lifestyle of like 20 somethings hanging out the show is at a skate shop which was incredible I felt like the energy of the space felt very familiar and I felt very connected to like younger me going out playing shows putting myself out there I think with pouty it can be hard for me to navigate wanting to dream wanting to aspire have big goals that I want to reach and a new chapter I'm entering but realizing like what got me there is playing independent DIY spaces playing with younger people playing with people active in the scene it connected me to more of like my college self and just like my early 20s and not even that all the people in the bands were that young like Pat's my age and I think the girls in Susie True are not that young either but it can be really overwhelming where you're like I'm too old for this but it's like no I'm not I'm only 34 I feel like 34 feels like ancient archaic why am I trying but I think that you need to just believe in the path and stay the course and yeah it can be hard it's like I want to be playing giant venues I want to be playing headlining shows I want to be playing with bigger bands and feel like I'm part of a moment and that's not how it works that's not reality and even the biggest coolest punk bands are still playing shitty little DIY venues you know and I think I need to just 
shift my mindset and it was nice perspective. I'll say that. And, but stuff with the album has been going great. I am actually in the new issue of Bust Magazine, their winter 2024 issue. They reviewed Forgot About Me and it was a really flattering and sweet write-up and I feel really good about that and I'm just trying to stay grounded, stay humble, but also like stay hungry. Like I can't expect things to happen to me, for me. I need to be a self-motivated version of myself. I need to be present, aware, focused, and not in a comparison way, not in like a, I wish I was doing what this band was doing, more so just realizing that staying active is good and being relevant is useful and helpful and it's better to play the game than to sit on the sidelines and wait to hopefully get called in at the right moment. It's like make the moment for yourself kind of energy. And yeah, I don't really want to get too into my health stuff because I feel like it's up and down and I do feel like I finally turned a corner on a lot of it. So maybe I'll give more of an update if I'm ever feeling like it's something that is in the past, but I'm every week really proactively trying new modalities, different treatments, different doctors, different specialists, and different supplements. And yeah, I do feel like I'm my brain fog has been reduced, my fatigue has been reduced. Those are the two number one symptoms that have been like plaguing me and physically and literally dragging me down, keeping me in bed, keeping me irritable, tired, cranky. So yeah, I'm I'm doing a little cleanse. I'm doing a little restrictive diet and that's where I'll, I'll put a pin in this to revisit. But yeah, I do want to say that I'm feeling more hopeful than I have in a while. And that is obviously major. So shout out to that because I think that losing hope is a scary place to get to. And I have definitely gotten there. And if you're there or you're currently struggling with your physical or mental health, I I believe in you. I see you. I'm here for you. I relate to you. Feel free to DM me. Feel free to text me. Feel free to call me. I'm here. I'm, I'm a great resource for others who are struggling and in pain because I feel like not only can I sympathize and empathize as someone who is right there with you, I think that it can be easier to give others grace than to give yourself that grace. So I find it really easy to support my friends in need. And I think I'm finally getting to a place where it's like, let's do that for my own self too. And like, it's involved me cutting out a lot of things that I really like. I have not really had a cappuccino since that show, I think, which is crazy. But 
yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that this will be a temporary thing and I can phase it out and I can get back to living like not my old ways, but a little bit more of a happy medium. Again, I think like the name of the game is boundaries. Maybe that's kind of like the theme of where I'm at in my life right now. It's like working on better boundaries with myself, with my friends, with my family, with my husband, with my daughter, with my career, the work-life balance. I've just been trying to go a little harder than I have. And I feel like it is already like I'm seeing and feeling the rewards of that. So that's good. That's major. That's positive. That's a shift. I feel like it can be hard to recognize a pivot as it's happening, but you know, it's good to celebrate even small wins, especially right now. I of course need to acknowledge the Palestinian struggle. The horrors keep getting more gruesome, more grotesque, more dystopian. I think about the moms. I think about the kids. I think about the dads. I think about everyone. I think about the young journalists who are sacrificing any sort of normalcy or youth for a collective greater good and how privileged and lucky I am and most of us are that we haven't had to experience that. And I think it can be really a good lesson and reminder to us to appreciate everything, stay super grateful, like radical gratitude and kindness and empathy and always sticking up for the marginalized and the oppressed, no matter what repercussions or how awkward it feels or how performative it feels. It's quite literally all that we can do in this moment besides sort of harass our own governments. (laughs) And I think it really does come back to like being a force in your own community, baby steps, like one day at a time, one person at a time. That's why, like, for me, my cause right now really does feel like being there for people who need support, telling people they're not alone, being a shoulder for my friends to cry on, connecting with other moms who are really struggling to see devastation to children and feel like it's being almost, like, normalized and... It's a, it's a just it's it's a slippery slope into what feels like the devastation of humanity as we know it. And there have been of course horrific moments in the course of my lifetime, others' lifetimes, history, world history, but I think what is particularly so gut-wrenching is the fact that we're not making forward progress and 
There is no tangible momentum when we're moving backwards, not forwards, and we know so much better. And obviously with social media, we see so much more in real time that I feel like we think we should have more power than we used to. And it's just like how cliche that history is doomed to repeat itself. And I think I take that as a big example of like what not to do. Don't keep myself small, sad, irritable. Like those things have never worked in the past for me. And I need to just like love and cherish the beautiful life I have. And I think it's so easy when you're dealing with chronic pain to get defeated, deflated in your head and like feel isolated and like there's not a lot of life to be excited about or like is it worth living this way but you have to just like realize how non-linear things are and like even time itself it's all such an like an absurd illusion and all you have is the people in your life and your own health. Like at the end of the day, like physical, financial, like career, success, rewards. It's also fleeting. It's also, I don't know. It's like, I just talked about this last night with a friend. I went to a really lovely little dinner party in LA last night and just hung out with some of my real close friends and it felt good to connect with like, again, another version of me, like feeling more of like an independent version of myself lately and able to better express my own needs and wants and desires without feeling like I'm asking for too much or taking up too much space. It's like if I'm not filling up my own cup and feeling any sort of joy that does end up like affecting every area of my life and yeah I was just talking about how once you've had enough friends who have passed away at a young age and you think about your legacy and you think about what you want to be remembered for and what like is actually distilled down to like the true essence of life, the true importance. It's it's friends, it's family, it's people, it's memories, it's feeling bliss, it's feeling empowered and joy, staying happy in moments of devastation. I think like that is absolutely it's like not only crucial, it's like it's the way to get through. There is no other option. Like you can't allow the weight of the world to crush you because then you're not there to contribute any other way. And it just is like more of the same and more sadness, more darkness. Like we need more people just living 
their truth and their their purest self and wanting less I think that that's a really good exercise it's like I feel like holiday season is always like not my favorite time of the year and is that controversial sure but just like the overwhelm and the I mean the consumerism of it all and like I just I don't really do well with so much at once so the presence, the want, the needs, the parties, the indulgent foods, the lavish, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, that is not my happy place. And I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum and, like, do what makes you feel any amount of joy these days. I do feel like it's important to keep chasing that feeling, but again, to go back to the boundaries, like, I think that we all expect so much these days, and, like, we're so defeated and disappointed, even when we have everything we could ever want or need. It's, like, insatiability, and I think, like, being a mom of a toddler... It's so easy to see that. Like, you want everything. You need everything. Like, you need a lollipop every day. Like, you need to, like, just overindulge. And I think that balance is key. And especially in, like, an overwhelming moment in time. And it's Hanukkah, it's going to be Christmas, it's going to be New Year's, it's, it was just Thanksgiving. Like, it's it's a little bit, like, sensory overload, and I think it really does bring out kind of just, like, a desperate version of us. Like, I need this, I want this, I must have this, like, demanding and... Maybe it's like a little bit of like the spoiled brat enough all comes out this time of year because it's like a regression and like, again, the comparing, like I didn't get as much as this person. This person's on all these the year end lists. I'm like, I'm like depressed that my album's not on any of like the best albums of 2023. Like it didn't even come out yet, <laughs> but it feels sort of like, I am less than, I am not worthy. And it's like that feeling of inadequacy can be it can be combated with that radical gratitude and just like I'm happy for what I have. I'm happy that people streamed it. I'm happy I was on lists, like at all, ever. Like I'm happy that it was on roundups this year and like do I hope it performs well next year do I hope that it's a different you know story this time next year like yeah but why so that I can like look cool online like it's I don't know I think when you distill it down to a simplified a simplified version of you I don't know it's like we don't need much and I feel like 
it's tragic that something as horrific as the total devastation and violent oppression of the people in Palestine, it's hard that it takes something like that for you to feel better about your own situation, but that's that's where the humanity is. Like, feel feel more of that lean more into that don't lean away from that don't distract with like wanting more because that's just gonna make you always again it's like the insatiable like it goes back to this like cleanse I'm I'm on it's like I'm trying to like starve off these bacteria and yeast overgrowth that are happening in my gut I'm trying to like rid them of like the sugar that they want and the carbs that they want and the fermentable carbohydrates that they want and the starch. And it's like, that's so many things I love, like the bread, the sugar, the milk. And that's like my diet is like cappuccino and toast. Like that's like what I want to eat. That is like what I like to have and, and like white rice and I think it can be really hard where I'm like, oh, I have to limit myself and like, woe is me. It's like, no, how lucky I am that I know things that make me feel better and like how lucky I am to have like a crumb of food, you know? And I don't need to like get too much more into this because I think it's like, am I saying anything new? No. But I think at least acknowledging it is important and... I can't talk about like the personal successes I'm having in my life without acknowledging those who are lacking. It doesn't feel like anything to be excited about when I know that there are mothers of toddlers that don't have their toddler anymore. And that is the mindset shift that I needed honestly I needed to stop being so short with my daughter and I needed to stop being so short with myself and just like that self-compassion and (sighs) yeah I don't know maybe this is like a boring episode but I think that boundary work and like forms of therapy, self-care, walking, journaling, that kind of stuff. It's sort of like my brand, the podcast brand, whatever. Like it is boring, but it's a necessary evil. And I think sometimes I'm so afraid of like falling into this like basic bitch mom mode and it's like how lucky am I that I get to have a daughter be a mom be a wife exist in this world and not fear for my own safety or my daughter's safety any more than the average it feels like why do I want anything more than that you know and so yeah playing shows with my friends like really did bring me back to like music should be fun music doesn't need to be so like industry and vapid and 
digitized. I feel like everything these days is like, here's my new thing. Buy my new thing. Stream my new thing. It's like the pure pleasure of just like picking up an acoustic guitar, playing it in front of strangers. Like, I don't know. It was humbling. It was, like I said, it was really inspiring. My friend Pat's set was 10 out of 10. Absolutely phenomenal. So much with so little. Just one person up there I was like oh wow like the difference between my pre-show prep and Pat's is like I'm not bringing an ounce of like joy or fun into my practice I'm I'm very fear-based I'm very like I'm so nervous for my set I can't believe I have to play a set oh my gosh what's the set gonna sound like will people like this set and to see my friend go up there and be like I'm having the time of my life are you with me? It's like, that is a big disconnect that's missing. And it feels good to be like, all oh, right, like, I'm happy not to be further along in my journey musically, because I'm still discovering things as simple as that. <laughs> so like, what I'm trying to like play a giant festival, but I don't even know how to like, have fun on stage by myself. It's like, yeah, it is like incremental. And 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 nonlinear, I think it's like when you remember how nonlinear things can be and can look instead of assuming like there's only one path to success, I think that is like a major like win and helps you be a lot more of like a genuine version of yourself because you're like not interested in being performative and yeah, I think, and I think what is like, we're all like so worried about getting called out and like cancel culture. It's like, we don't want to stand for anything, but it's like, that's why we're all sort of like lost puppies out here. And I think it like helps me where I'm like, I stand with self-expression, art, music, young people discovering themselves through the art of performing and live music and alternative spaces and yeah just like that DIY punk side of me which I don't necessarily get to inhabit all the time like that is a really special version of me and the most special version of me honestly like if there wasn't that side of me like I wouldn't be able to show up as a good wife as a good mom as a good friend so I think like Maybe that can be everyone's goal this holiday season is like connecting with the most special version of you. It doesn't necessarily have to be the thing that is giving you the most success. It's more about like that joy, that bliss, that just like the reflex of like things that feel like as simple and silly as like it's as easy as riding a bike. Like you instantly pick it back up and... Like, it's, like, when you, like, rediscover passion for an old hobby, you're, like, oh, wow, like, just fun, (laughs) just for fun. So, yeah, I think that that's the episode. Longer than I thought it would be. I thought I'd be, like, let's do a quick 10-minute one. But, yeah, I hope this is a good little half hour for you to digest and... I hope you're staying sane and safe and 
open and I hope you're having a good holiday season. Hopefully I'll do another episode in a more timely manner and it won't be 2024 the next time I talk to you. I hope to do another episode before then. It would be nice to give like a quick little like update on like what we're doing and like we are traveling and so yeah like I hopefully will talk to you next week. Angels, I love you. Ciao.